No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that God would not forsake the blind, but those who trusted in idols would be ashamed. Because Israel was obstinate in her disobedience, she would suffer. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 42 on Simply the Bible. It is sad to see someone who is obstinate to their own harm. Now, over the years as a pastor, I have counseled many individuals whose hearts were seemingly hard. And despite my efforts to help them see the error that they were making and help them onto the right path, they persisted in their own way, contrary to the word of God. Then I've watched pain, destruction, and brokenness come into their lives. And it always grieves my heart because it was so unnecessary if they would have only listened. In the same way, Israel had become obstinate. God had sent prophets to them to turn them back to his covenant, back to the way of life, but they paid no attention. And because of the stubbornness of their hearts and unwillingness to listen, they would soon experience dreadful sorrow. Now, God would give a hint to what was about to happen in verse 13 of Isaiah chapter 42. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out. Yes, shout aloud. He shall prevail against his enemies. Now, that could be taken two ways. It could be taken that God was going to come against the enemies of Israel. But but as we shall see, he had some house cleaning to do among his own people. Verse 14, I have held my peace a long time. I have been still and restrained myself. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. God had watched the deterioration of his people. For generations, he had seen them turn from their covenant with him and go their own way. Through the years, he had allowed their enemies to overtake them, and he had sent the prophets to them. Now Isaiah had been sent to a people who drew near to God with their lips, but their hearts were far from him. God had seemingly been silent for a long time, but now he was crying out like a woman in labor. God would now act in judgment against his people. He is speaking here of the Babylonian captivity that would come in about a hundred years. Now, God takes no pleasure in disciplining his people. It is his strange work. Loving parents know this pain of heart when they must discipline their own children. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the rivers coastlands, and I will dry up the pools. So God would dry up the places where people did not revere him. Their land would no longer be fruitful. The pools of life-giving water so necessary would be dried up. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. 
Now, who is he talking about here? Who are the blind? In verse 18, we will see that the blind ones were his servant Israel. They were naturally blind to what God was doing. Yet God still had compassion on them. They were still his people. He would lead them in paths that they had not known. He would make the darkness light before them. He would make their crooked places straight. He would do these things because no doubt he was keeping his word to the patriarchs. He would not forsake his people. There are many times when we are a little too blind to see what God is doing. I wish that I could say that I always see clearly, but I don't. I need God to help me. I need him to illuminate my path. Left to my own devices, I'm sure I would wander from his ways. Now, different commentators interpret this section of scripture differently. The way I personally see it is that even in the midst of judgment, God would not forsake those blind people to whom the Lord showed mercy because God will have mercy on whom he has mercy and will have compassion upon whom he will have compassion. That's his prerogative. Verse 17, they shall be turned back. They shall be greatly ashamed who trust in carved images, who say to the molded images, you are our gods. Now, to those who trusted in idols, they would be turned back and greatly ashamed. We must be careful because a person's God is the master passion of his life. We may not have carved images standing out on our front yard, but have we set up idols in our hearts? Is there something or someone that we love more than God? Are we following our own lusts rather than God's word? The Apostle John in his first epistle, after speaking of the assurance we have of our salvation in Christ, our freedom from sin, and the fellowship that we have with one another, he ends his letter by saying, little children, keep yourselves from idols. We do live in an idolatrous age where money, sex, knowledge, power, and fame have taken the place of God in the hearts of many. And if it is not one of these passions, then the idol of self wields a great power over many. But those who trust in idols rather than in the Lord will be greatly ashamed. On the other hand, those who trust in the Lord with all their hearts will have God as their helper, provider, and protector. Verse 18, Hear you deaf, and look, you blind, that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I sent? Who is blind as he who is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant, seeing many things, but you do not observe, opening the ears, but he does not hear. Now, earlier in the chapter, the Lord referred to my servant, meaning the Messiah. But here, his servant is blind and deaf. That cannot refer to Christ, but must rather refer to Israel. God's own people had been blind. Their sin and idolatry had blinded them to the truth. And they were deaf because they had turned a deaf ear to God's word, whether to the written word or to the prophet's whom he had sent. Israel had been sent as God's messenger to bring his good news to the world. 
He had given them his perfect law through Moses, but they had failed in their mission. And so while they saw many things, they did not perceive or comprehend. Seemingly, they had heard God's word, but yet they did not take it to heart. It is just what Jesus said of the Jews in his day, quoting Isaiah chapter 6. In them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. The sad truth was that Israel had become obstinate. Verse 21, the Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will exalt the law and make it honorable. Now, God always moves according to his own righteousness. Even if we are faithless, The Bible says that he is faithful because he cannot deny himself. He will always work according to his own law. He will ultimately exalt his law and make it honorable among all men. David said in Psalm 138, you have magnified your word above all your name. That is why if we ignore God's word, we do so to our own peril. But this is a people robbed and plundered. All of them are snared in holes and they are hidden in prison houses. They are for prey and no one delivers for plunder and no one says restore. Because of Judah's obstinacy, she would be robbed and plundered. In about a hundred years, the Babylonians would invade the land and take the people captive. People would hide in holes from the invading forces. This prophecy reminds me of when American troops invaded Iraq. They found Saddam Hussein hiding in a hole. Likewise, the people of Judah would become prey and there would be no one to deliver them. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will listen and hear for the time to come? Who gave Jacob for plunder and Israel to the robbers? Was it not the Lord He against whom we have sinned, for they would not walk in his ways, nor were they obedient to his law. God was giving them a hundred years advanced notice, but would anyone listen and take it to heart? Would they repent of their stubbornness, disobedience, and idolatry? God reveals to us what will happen in the future so that we can make changes and choose to live right today but they would not walk in his ways. Therefore, he has poured on him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle. It has set him on fire all around, yet he did not know, and it burned him, yet he did not take it to heart. Their day of reckoning was coming, and God would pour out his anger in judgment. They would experience this fire all around, and yet not even know it. They wouldn't take it to heart. Do you ever wonder how much worse things can get for us before people stand up and take notice? I think about our youth today and our young adults, the kind of world that they are growing up in. I can't even imagine 
growing up in a world like they are growing up in today. Every message they receive from the media is totally contrary to the word of God. And one of the ways God judges disobedient nations is by sending pestilence. We are coming up now on two years since this COVID-19 pandemic began. It has been a fire all around the entire world and burned many. But does anybody take it to heart? God cannot be mocked. Whatever we sow, we shall also reap. And my fear is that we are reaping judgment. My hope and my prayer for our nation is that we will wake up as a nation, open our eyes, turn our hearts to God, return to him and to his commandments. I believe that this is the only hope for our nation and the only hope for the world. My prayer is that God would bring a mighty revival and may it begin with our young people because they so desperately need it. May God help us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Tomorrow we will see Isaiah declaring that the Lord is Israel's Redeemer. When they walk through the fire, they shall not be burned. They are His witnesses that the Lord is God. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.